So here's the big question. How do you heal your eczema for good? How do you get to the point where you're comfortable in your own skin and aren't embarrassed to show it off? How do you stop using creams and medications that only work for a short while and find a long-term solution? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jocelyn Diaz and welcome to the Eczema Free Journey Podcast. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the Eczema Free Journey. Thank you so much for joining me. If this is your first time, welcome. Glad you could make it. If you're coming back, thank you so much for joining again. That's awesome. That means you're liking it. You're getting something from this podcast and that means so much to me. That's my goal with this podcast is just to share knowledge add value to your life, and just get us through this eczema journey and heal our eczema. Are you ready to heal your eczema? Because I know I am. I am sick of the itchy hands. I'm sick of the pain. I don't want to see my son go through this. So let's do it, right? (laughs) So today's episode, I'm going to be going over what chemicals you should reduce slash avoid when you're on the eczema diet and really in general. Um, so before I get started, the, when I was reading about these and learning about these different chemicals, it kind of took me back to high school science, right? Or science in general, really. It was always kind of like, uh, at least for me in science class, it would, I would, I knew they're speaking English and I know they're talking to us, like to me. But I never really understood these things. Like nothing ever stuck. Does that sound like you? Did you obviously, if you went to, um, if you went to your science classes, you know what I'm talking about. Some stuff is just kind of over your head, right? Or I don't know, maybe science was just really hard for me. I love science, but it was never really explained to me in a way where I could understand it. Until ninth grade science class. Then goes biology. My teacher's name was Miss White, and she was one of those teachers where she was really fun, she was down to earth, and she did her best to explain things in a way where you can actually understand them. She was super laid back, she was one of those cool teachers, so maybe that's also what helped. Um, But I remember just always looking forward to going to to her class, because I could actually understand what I was doing, and I remember going to her class, and I went to Barbara Goldman Senior High, and her class was in the last building, the last classroom, for the, the furthest one on the third floor. It was so far. And for high school, I only had, I think it was five minutes to get from class to class. So I always had to bucket to that class, because if I stopped at my locker to get a book, or if I talked to my friends or did something I wasn't supposed to, I'd be late. And I'm, I'm like, uh, in school, I was always on time. I never missed class. I'm, I was, I took school very serious. My parents instilled that in me. Um, so thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> I always took school very serious. Um, so I went to um, that science class, and, and I just, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really did. So hopefully, you had a teacher like that. Shout out to Miss White, if by any chance she's listening to this. <laughs> Thank you for being a great science teacher. Um, So the point of that is I'm not going to, I'm going to do my best to explain this in a way where you're really going to understand that it's not going to be boring. 
And we're just going to go over it quickly so you can understand for future episodes why I'm going to be mentioning certain things. Alright, so I'm going to be your Miss White. I'm going to to be fun <laughs> and teach us in a fun way. Alright, at least I'm going to try. Alright, so let's just get into it, right? So the, uh, for the this eczema diet, there's actually six steps to not have eczema. It's, it's called the six steps to anti-eczema program, right? So the first step is to reduce your chemical load. And that's why I'm going to go over these chemicals so you can reduce them. You know what to reduce slash avoid um, so you can help your eczema. So the first chemical is, now remember, I'm not Miss White. I'm like a Miss White. So forgive me if I mispronounce any of these words. Salsalates, salsalites. S-A-L-C-Y-L-A-T-E-S. Okay. This is the most common chemical sensitivity for people with eczema. And to be honest, I, once I learned this, I realized that the foods I was eating was super high in salicylates. Salicylates. I just got to pick one. Okay. So... The problem with salicylates is that they're found naturally in fruits, vegetables, beer, wine, and more. So while you're not necessarily eating foods that aren't healthy, you might be eating fruits that are high in salicylates. So you are seeing a negative reaction to them because you're getting itchy, your hands might be stinging, your, wherever your eczema is, it might be getting inflamed. And I, I noticed this recently when I was uh, serving, not even eating grapes for myself, when I was serving my son some grapes. Just a few days ago, I don't know if I had mentioned um, to you guys that I went to the grocery store, not a few days ago, like maybe like a week ago. Um, I went to the grocery store and it, was, it wasn't it was expected. I didn't make a list or anything. And I just got some veggies and fruits that are quote unquote healthy, but were high in salicylates. So... I walked into the grocery store. I was super excited. I got some grapes. I got some broccoli. I got some asparagus. I got some, um, I think I might have gotten some watermelon, some apples. I was super excited. I was like, oh my gosh, we're getting all this fresh food in the house. I'm super excited. And I come home and I, I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me, let me, um, see how, you know, I looked in the, in Karen Fisher's uh, book, and she has, like, this huge chart of foods. And if they're acidic, if they're alkaline, if they have salicylates, if they're, you know, high in MSG, all these different things. So I went to the chart. I found all the foods I got. And all of the foods, the fruits and the veggies, were high in salicylates. And I was so discouraged. I was so let down. I was like, Why? Why didn't I take this book with me to the grocery store? And you better believe every time I go to the grocery store now, that book comes with me. So I don't make this mistake again. Uh, and it's been working like a charm, really. So um, so if you're going to the grocery store, I recommend you take the book with you. Um, so if you haven't gotten the book by now, please go get it. Like I'm not getting anything for telling you to get this book. I'm just benefiting from it so much. I want you guys to benefit from it, too. All right, so... Um, avoid salicylates and different foods that have this naturally are apples, avocado, broccoli, and dark leafy greens. So 
once again, I don't think I finished my story. I got kind of excited. I had gotten grapes. And um, every time we get grapes, before we eat them, we wash them, right? So I'm washing the grapes, and my daughter wanted some too. So I made sure to cut them a little smaller for her because she's still little. And as I'm rinsing them off, my hand starts stinging. Now, obviously, it it could have been maybe there's pesticides or something on it. But as soon as I cut the strawberries and I touched them with my hands, my hands were on fire. And, and I was like, holy crap, like, it's true, <laughs> right? So I, I mean, my son was already, like, ready to eat them. And I was like, you know what? I, I've been noticing that our eczema is different, so maybe... It won't hurt him as much as it hurts me. I don't want to just automatically take it away because he really loves fruit. So I gave it to Lucas. And I made sure I was just kind of watching him like a hawk. I wanted to see how he reacted. So he's eating the grapes. He's fine. And just a few minutes later, I go look at him. And he's rubbing his lips like he's itchy. Around his lips is red. And I notice him scratching his eczema on his elbows. Guys, I freaked out. I was like, holy cow. Like, it really did hurt his skin. It hurt his eczema. So you better believe I took this off of my list. No more grapes in the house for now. Till we help, you know, strengthen our liver and do all the good stuff to, to make sure that our, our liver can detoxify anything. So if you, have, if you don't know what I'm talking about with my liver and detoxifying, go listen to the last episode because our liver is super important and you're going to learn that there. So... He is allergic, or he his eczema gets inflamed when he ate the group with the grapes, and actually the grapes is, is like a um, like a triple threat because if I'm not mistaken, it has um, the salicylase, MSG, and something else. Um, so grapes no more. Yeah, so avoid salicylase, and if you're eating a food that has that's high. In this chemical, see how your body reacts. Remember to listen to your body. Use your diet journal to, to write down what you ate and how your eczema is after. Okay? So that's chemical number one. Chemical number two, nitrates. This chemical is used to preserve meats, bacon, sausage, and ham. And it's actually, listen to this, it is also found in tobacco smoke. Do you want to eat something that's also found in tobacco smoke? I don't. So, this uh, nitrates release harmful nitrosamines when you're cooking them. When you're cooking meats that contain the nitrates. So, let me rephrase that. Harmful nitrosamines, nitrosamines <laughs> form when cooking nitrate-containing meats. So, when you have meats that contain nitrate, you're getting these harmful chemicals released and these chemicals cause are are linked to causing cancer and liver damage once again protect your liver super important guys all right and actually 43 percent of eczema patients in a study that was taken react negative negatively to nitrates so avoid them no nitrates no salicylates okay and the good thing is you can actually uh reverse help reverse the liver damage that's caused 
by the nitrates by taking vitamin C, E, and quercetin. Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N. Guys, I'll work on my pronunciation. I'm sorry. Just trying to get the, the you know, the, the facts out. All right, so you can take those vitamins to help reverse any liver damage that's caused by nitrates. Third chemical, sulfites. This is used to preserve things like wine, deli meats, dried fruits, dried veggies, and more. But the problem with, with these, with this chemical, is that it destroys vitamin B1 and the folate in foods. So it's, it, you don't want something that's going to be destroying the vitamins, right? You want to get those. All right, so that's the third chemical. And the fourth chemical is monosodium glutamate, also known as MSG. I'm sure you've heard, heard of MSG before. It's, I have, and I never really knew what it was, but that, that's what it stands for. So just abbreviate MSG. And MSG is a flavor enhancer. And it can be either natural or artificial. You can find it in things like soy sauce, tomatoes, grapes. Right there it goes again that MS that that triple threat in grapes. So, just to review the four chemicals to avoid, to start out at least: salicylates, nitrates, sulfites, and MSG. All right, so these four, be on lookout, learn a little bit more about them, know what you're getting into your body, so that you're reducing the risk of your eczema getting inflamed. And you're allowing your, your liver to, to strengthen and um, just do what it's supposed to and detoxify all these toxins. Detoxify the toxins. All right. So the, what I'm doing now that you could is when you're going grocery shopping, look at the ingredients label. Look at the label of the ingredients. Okay. I am that person. I am that person that's grabbing things and looking at the back for the ingredients. And what I'm doing that's extremely helpful is like just yesterday I went to Whole Foods, which I'm super excited because I love Whole Foods, but it's, you know, it's kind of expensive, but I'm, I'm learning, you know, it's worth my health. Um, so just yesterday I, I, I had a list and we went, my husband and I went to Whole Foods and I grabbed, uh, I was looking for spelt or buckwheat gluten-free pasta, right? But they didn't have. So I grabbed a box off the shelf that was chickpea pasta. And I've been eating a lot of chickpeas in the casserole, in the soups, different places. So I'm like, okay, so chickpeas are clearly, you know, uh, a thumbs up in the eczema diet. So I grab the box and I turn it. And all that's in this pasta is chickpea flour, organic chickpea flour. That's it. And it's, uh, it was also gluten-free. So I was like, okay, it's gluten-free. All that's in it is chickpea flour. Literally, that's it, guys. There was no list of ingredients. And I grabbed actually another box that was quote-unquote chickpea flour. And there was all these things that I couldn't even pronounce. And I was like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm only going to buy things that I can understand on the label. And that's what I've been doing, you guys. Every time I'm buying something that's not like fruit, that actually has ingredients, it could be meat, it could be, fro- um, not don't get frozen vegetables, but it could be um, just things off the shelf. <clears throat> look at the ingredients if you at least for me i'm starting out if i don't understand them i don't get them and you can do the same if you don't understand what's on the list on the ingredients and you don't want to make a mistake and get something that's bad for you find a better quality ingredient organic and get 
you know, read the label. If you understand the labels, if that means it's either fresh enough where you, you know, you can actually understand or you've learned enough where you know what the abbreviations for things are. Either way, you're understanding how to read a label. And right now, let's go with understanding what we do know. I know what chickpeas are, right? I know what water is. I know I know certain things, and it might be very simple things, but there are foods that are very low in ingredients, and that's what I'm looking for right now. All right, so if I don't understand them, I don't get them, and you can do the same. Look at the back of labels, guys. So I know this was kind of different, just kind of science talking about different chemicals to avoid, but it's going to be really worth it, guys. And remember, we're getting informed throughout this whole process and we're just taking action use this knowledge that i just shared with you take it to take it with you when you go to the groceries and implement implement what you're learning and i i totally believe you can do this our eczema is going to be healed if you have kids that you're trying to heal your eczema i'm doing it for my son as well he's the one that i'm mainly doing it for because if it were for me, I wouldn't work as hard. But because I'm doing it for him, I'm working 10 times harder. He's my little motivation, sweetie pie. Um, so that's it for today, guys. I really hope you enjoyed today's um, episode. If so, subscribe. Please let me know you're liking this by leaving reviews. They mean so much to me. Every time I look at a review, my heart just fills up with joy Um And just knowing that you guys are getting something from this podcast, even if it's one thing. Even if I just said one thing that you were like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm happy. Sometimes all you need is one thing to get that ball rolling. And if I can get you over that hump and get you to start taking action, I am extremely happy. Okay, so if you want to follow me on Instagram, follow me at the Eczema Healing Mom. And you're going to pretty much just see how what I'm doing on a daily basis to heal our eczemas. You are going to just be my buddy. <laughs> be my friend. And if you want have any questions, feel free to DM me. Reach out and, and ask me a question through there. I will be more than happy to help you out. All right. So that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed. And I will see you on tomorrow's podcast.